and welcome to the Have the Audacity podcast, where we are all about living our own version of our best life. My name is JC. I'm a multi-passionate human obsessed with personal growth, and I want you to come on this journey with me where we share our stories and learn tools, tips, and tricks to live the life we were always meant to live. So let's lean into the uncomfortable, celebrate our highs, and embrace our lows because all of it's important. It may get a little messy, but it's time to have the audacity. Hello, Audacious Human. I'm so glad that you're here. When I joined my business mastermind, a huge piece that I learned a lot about this year is having an abundance mindset and how that has been such a huge game changer and how it's really up-leveled my mindset and my life. And so that's what I want to talk to you about today. Because I know the power that it's had in my own life and I know the transformative power it can have in yours. And trust me, your life will really change when you shift from the scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset. Now, a scarcity mindset is when you believe resources are limited. Scarcity mindset is a pessimistic mindset. Now, on the flip of that, an abundance mindset is is believing that There are enough resources and time for you to accomplish your goals. An abundance mindset is an optimistic mindset. And you know, on this podcast, I talk a lot about we need to control control our thoughts and control our mindset and think thoughts that serve us. And so I want to ask you to really think about, is a scarcity mindset serving you? Is that really helping you meet your goals? Is that really helping you live the version of your life that you know is in you? Now, before I dive into like some tactical tips for you to use to start shifting to an abundance mindset, I want to give you some examples of each of a scarcity mindset and an abundance mindset so you can see the difference between the two. So here are some examples. Scarcity mindset is... Let's say someone gets an opportunity that you want. Like for me, there's someone who's a podcaster. Then you turn around and feel like there's less opportunity for you. So for me, it would be like, well, so-and-so is a podcaster. Then why am I even doing it? An abundance mindset is if someone else gets an opportunity you wanted, it proves to you that it's possible. That's the flip. Which mindset serves you? If someone gets an opportunity, then you feel like there's less opportunity for you. Or if someone else gets the opportunity you wanted, it proves to you that it's possible. Which one of those thoughts is going to serve you? Remember, we control what we can control. And there's a lot of things that are out of our control, but there's an awful lot of things that are in our control. And our mindset and our outlook and the thoughts that we think are things within our control. So here's another example. A scarcity mindset may think if you take a risk, then you might fail. An abundance mindset is if I take a risk, I might grow. Now, you notice the abundant mindset isn't saying that it's going to fail, but it's not that it's going to be successful. It's focused on growing. In case you weren't aware, in order to grow, you have to fail. In order to learn anything, you have to fail. If you're successful, you're not growing. Like the growth happens in the failure in the process to getting there. Another example is scarcity is if I help someone else, they might succeed faster than me. 
An abundance mindset is if I help someone else, we'll both go further faster. A scarcity mindset is I can't afford that. And an abundance mindset has the thought, how can I get resourceful and find a way to afford that? I think money is one that really ever like you can identify with because you think, oh, I can't afford that. How many times have you had that thought? I can't afford that. How about how can I get resourceful and find a way to afford that? Are there some things around your house that you can sell that you don't need that are just sitting there collecting dust? Could you sell them and then use that money to buy the thing you said you couldn't afford? Or are there strategic decisions that you can make that will get you in the position where you can't afford the thing that you want? Or is there an extra side job you can do? Pick up extra hours, whatever it is. Is there a way you can be resourceful? And find a way to afford the thing you want. That's the difference between the two. A scarcity mindset is really life happens to me and I have no control. My circumstances are my circumstances and there's nothing I can do about it. An abundance mindset is knowing that there's an unlimited amount of potential energy resources out there for you to reach the goal that's on your heart. The thing you want to do, live the life you want, whatever it is that is coming to your mind right now, an abundance is knowing that it's possible. You may not know the time frame, you can't control the time frame, but you know that it's possible. And I think that's so true. Like it shows up, you can think of somebody in your life that you've come across before who was having success and wouldn't help somebody else because they were worried they'd become more successful than them or be successful faster than they were. That's scarcity mindset. That's saying there's not enough room at the table. An abundance mindset is if I help you, that's going to help. That's going to benefit me. And we're going to go further faster together. That's an abundance mindset. It's the same thing that if someone else has, gets the opportunity you wanted, that doesn't mean there's less room for you. If someone gets the opportunity that you want, it proves to you that it's possible that that can happen. That You could get the thing. So which one serves you scarcity or abundance? And I know if this wasn't a podcast and we were actually sitting in front of each other and I wasn't just imagining that you and I are sitting here having coffee, talking, that I would pause and ask that question, which one serves you and just let you sit in it. And I'm a teacher. So I have mastered the art of waiting until you respond. But this is a podcast. And if I gave us a really long pause to give you time to respond, that'd be weird You'd be like, hey, did it quit working? What's going on? So we're not going to do that. But I'm going to ask the question again. And if you're not sure, I want you to pause it and really think about it. Which serves you? An abundance mindset or a scarcity mindset? And and it's not going to be blanket. Oh, my whole life I have scarcity mindset. Or my whole life I have an abundance mindset. It's very much different areas of your life. You can have both going on in your life. They're just going to show up in different areas. You may be like, yeah, I can see the abundance mindset. If someone has the opportunity that I want, that just proves it's possible. That doesn't take away from me. Abundance mindset. I got that. But scarcity, I can't afford that. I don't, I don't know what you want from me, JC. Like I, I, money doesn't grow on trees. Like that's scarcity mindset. So you can have both in different areas of your life. And as we transition into things you can do that help you cultivate an abundance mindset in all areas of your life. I want to remind you to give yourself some grace. 
Be kind to yourself. It's okay to have a scarcity mindset in one area and an abundance mindset in the other, or you've had an abundance mindset for a while and you're having a rough day and you haven't had a lot of sleep and you haven't eaten in a while and your blood sugar's low and you're tired and then you have a scarcity mindset about something that you don't really have an abundance mindset about. You're, hey, guess what? You're human. Welcome to the club. There's literally billions of us here. It's normal. It happened. Move on. I hope you're vibing with today's episode. I just wanted to hop in here real quick and tell you about the Audacious Collective. If you are a woman looking for a community that will just pour into you because you show up for others in your life and you pour into everybody around you, but you don't take time to pour into yourself, this is a place for you. We have four live calls a month. We have our Saturday morning monthly intention setting call, which if you check out episode 60, you get a sneak peek into that call. We have two goal checking calls a month. We have our Friday, last Friday of the month celebration call where we celebrate everything you've achieved on that call. We just get to build community together. We have a masterclass each month. There is a optional personal development book club where we meet and chat about the book. We talk about it in Telegram, in our group chat. And honestly, all of this, it's $22 a month to be a member in this. And it's literally my favorite. I love recording these podcasts and getting to talk to you this way. And I pretend that I'm just sitting here recording alone. So I pretend that you're in front of me and we're just chatting over coffee. But I love this space because I get to talk to you in real time and see your face and get to interact. And it's so fun. And I love it so much. And I want you to feel so supported in this space. And so I've linked more details in the show notes. If you want to check it out, if you have questions, ask me. I truly just love this space and created it from a place of an online community is what propelled me on this journey and totally transformed my life and has been a big catalyst in how I've gotten to where I have. And I wanted to create this space for women who just need somebody who gets it and need somebody who can pour into them and be that person that reminds them that they are powerful. So I've talked a lot. Thank you so much. Without further ado, let's dive back into today's episode. We're at the point you're like, okay, I get it. How do I cultivate an abundance mindset in my life? Well, I talk about this all the time and I'm going to keep talking about it forever, but having gratitude, having a gratitude practice in your life. That is scientifically proven. I've talked about it so many times on this podcast, how it's scientifically proven that it's going to shift your mind. It's going to change your mindset because your brain has a self-confirming bias. What you look for, you will find. So if you're teaching your brain to find things to be grateful for every day, because you're going to write two or three things down that are unique to that day, your brain's going to look for things to be grateful for because it knows it's going to have to come up with a list. And it knows it's going to have to be unique to that day and not just like, oh, I'm thankful for my partner. I'm thankful for my house. I'm thankful for my job. Like, no, I'm thankful that I woke up this morning and got to have a delicious cup of coffee. My coffee tasted extra special today. I got to sit outside and it was peaceful. It's moments. It's going to look for moments to have gratitude, moments to be grateful for. Gratitude is an abundance mindset. And if your brain has a self-confirming bias, so what you look for, you're going to find. If you're looking for things that you can't do or there's not enough of, yeah, your brain's going to go look for that. 
So it comes back to the question, which one serves you? You're in control of your mindset. You may not be in control of the fact that you're hurt and you can't work. or You're not in control of the fact that you got fired and you lost your job. You don't have any control over that. You have control over your mindset. You have control over the next step you take. You have control over the meaning that you give this moment. You have control over that. Why, yes, there are a lot of things in your life not in your control. There are things you can. And your thoughts around this and cultivating gratitude is something that you can control. And it was the single, the first tool I used three, two and a half years ago now that changed the trajectory of my life. This version of me talking to you right now was not the version of me two and a half years ago. And this was the first thing I did. And that's why I talk about it so much. Because I know the transformative power it has. And I started doing this and I learned the power of it before I even realized that it went with an abundance mindset. But that's the first thing. Gratitude. Have a daily gratitude practice. If you're not sure where to start, I have made a guide that's free. I've linked it. I put a link in the show notes below. Send it directly to your email for free. Walk you through the whole thing. Give you ideas, questions to help you get started. I lay it all out for you because I believe in it so much. The second thing to do to cultivate an abundance mindset is to practice mindfulness. Now, do not do, we're going to talk about four things. We're not going to do all these four things at once. We're going to do one at a time. We're going to start with gratitude. We get real confident with our gratitude. And that just becomes a daily habit. And we're feeling really good. And it may take you weeks. It may take you months. It may take you a year. Cool. Come back to this in a year. Listen to number two. Number two is mindfulness. Now, do not roll your eyes at me. Because I know that you did it. Don't roll them at me. I've been there. And I know. You're like, great. For your mindfulness. Look at this. I talk about this one a lot too. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while or you're binging these episodes, you're going to start noticing some common threads because these are things that work and they're things that are free. It's not costing you any money to have a gratitude list. It's not costing you any money to be mindful. These are things you can do. So they're the easy things to do, which makes them the easy things not to do. So you have to decide, do you really want this? Do you want to change your life? Do you want to be happier and in control of your mindset? Practicing mindfulness. There's a lot of ways you can do that. The easiest ones that I have found would be to take a few moments, do some breathing. I like to do it before I go to sleep. And I kind of do it throughout the day because now I've gotten pretty in tune to when I'm feeling like my mind is running really fast. and I'm not present in the moment and it really helps ground you and get you like present in the moment and out of your head. But like box breathing. So box breathing is in for four, hold for four, out for four, hold for four, in for four, out for four, hold for four, and repeat the process until you feel calm. I would say when you start off, do it four times, then maybe up it a couple more times after a few days, you know, go for a minute. And then when a minute feels easy, go for two and build up to four to five minutes in the morning or at night. Just breathing my favorite Right now is six, seven, eight breathing. You breathe in for six, you hold for seven, you breathe out for eight. 
Breathe in for six, hold for seven, breathe out for eight. Another way to cultivate mindfulness is two. When you're eating, I want you to not have any distractions, no TV, no phone. And I'm not saying I do this all the time because it's 2023. I like, I eat in front of the TV and I'm working on it. But take a moment, do some breathing two to three times, whichever one you like. And then when you take a bite, I want you to pay attention to what it tastes like. What flavors are you tasting? What's the texture? Be very present in the moment. Not only is that going to be super beneficial for your digestion. I mean, go back and listen. Go back and listen to episode 69, Gut Health, the Jillian Smith. We talk about that in that episode about the benefits of that for your gut health. But it's going to help you in all areas, cultivating this mindfulness. Those are like my top two tangible ways right now that you could just go do. The third way is to reframe your thoughts. We talk a lot about reframes on this podcast because there's power in that. So like I can't afford that. You catch it. The first thought you have is your conditioning. It's automatic. We're non-judgmental about our first thought. It's every thought after that and what we make the first thought mean. So if the third way to cultivate an abundance mindset is to reframe your thought. You're going to do that a lot in the beginning because it's not a habit to have this abundance mindset. You're rewiring the pathways in your brain to have this mindset. So to reframe your thoughts, if we go back to, I can't afford that. You look at something and you, you're like, oh, I really like this. You look at the price there. You're like, wow, I can't afford that. First thought is your conditioning. So you go, no, it's, how can I get resourceful and find a way to afford this? That's what you do. You just change it. If you see somebody get the job promotion that you want and you go, wow, that's less opportunity for me. Now I'm not going to get it. You say, you stop, you reframe it. How can I reframe this into an abundance mindset? If they got that job, then that means that it's possible for me too. There's enough room for everybody to be successful. It's the reframe just happens in not judging your first thought, not making it mean anything and asking yourself, how can I reframe this? Like, no, we're having an abundance mindset now. So if someone gets the opportunity that I want, it's just proof to me that it's possible. And the fourth way to help cultivate an abundance mindset is to think on a macro level. So a macro level would be like on a large scale. You learn to step back and look at the big picture of things. Like, for example, have the audacity as a mindset personal development podcast. Okay, well, there are thousands, literally thousands of podcasts out there. And I am very aware that this is not the only personal development mindset podcast. So I could have used that. If I had a scarcity mindset of like, why do it? Somebody's already doing it. Does that serve me? But if I zoom out and think on the whole level, on a macro level of the situation, not every, there's literally billions of people in this world. There are plenty of listeners out there. So it's not that like, oh, somebody already did it. Why do it? Do you think, could you imagine if musicians did that? Oh, there's already a successful musician. Why bother? That doesn't even make sense, but we do it all the time. 
And so thinking on a macro level is stepping back from the moment that you're in and looking at the whole big picture. Because it's more than just the moment. It's balancing this being present in the moment where your feet are, but also being able to step back and see the whole picture and how this is just a blip in all of it. So those are the four tactical ways for you to cultivate an abundance mindset. And like I said, before we dove into those four ways, don't do all four at once. Start with the gratitude when that feels good, however long that takes you, then come back. And I really want to challenge you to work on shifting to an abundance mindset. And remember that I said, it's not going to be 100% of the time. It's a process. You have to give yourself grace. You're not going to get it 100% in every area of your life. You really have to work on it. And I talk a lot about growth on this podcast and how it's very much like a cone. It's like an ice cream cone. But the skinny part is on the bottom. So as you're spiraling up, you're spiraling tighter and you're dealing with this more and more, the scarcity mindset more and more and having to reframe your thoughts more and more. But as you go up and as time goes on, you're going up the cone, it gets bigger and you're crossing the scarcity mindset less and less and you're reframing your thoughts less and less. That doesn't mean it ever really goes away. You just encounter it in new ways, but then you know what to do and you don't encounter it as often. You're playing the long game here. So I want you to remember that. But before I go, I also want to remind you that you're worthy. You have value. You get to take up space in this world simply because you exist. Don't let anyone, including yourself, convince you otherwise. And if that vision or dream for your life is in you, it is for you. I'm always rooting for you and I can't wait to talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, I would love to hear from you. So share it on Instagram and tag me so I can personally thank you for getting this message out. I'm so grateful to have you on this journey with me. So until next time, remember to have the audacity.